How, how are you doing it to keep and gain drivers in today's market? Well, one advantage we have is people like working at Lighthouse. <laughs> That's first and foremost. We've got a group of people that have been here a long time. And they they want to retire here. And it reached a point when our wages were not keeping up with the market. And so we had to go back and restructure it and come up with some more money. And all those people were just thrilled to death to have an increase. They weren't actually thinking about going anywhere else. But it also sweetens the pot for looking for new employees because they don't know what Lighthouse has to offer. They're just looking at the surface of the dollars. They don't realize they're coming to work for family and that there's a lot of benefits that they don't see till they get hired on here and they've been here a few months. You know, um, it, it is so important and we are 100% employee owned. So anybody that signs on with, um, you know, thoughts or designs on long-term employment, um, it's a huge financial benefit to them. Oh yes, definitely. Triple T Transport is 100% employee-end. Oh, well, there you go. I didn't know that. Um, if we could for a second go back to the driver discussion, the driver yeah. pay increases. Zale, yeah. can you expand a little bit about you know what we did? Our driver pay has multiple components like most driver pay. And we took a look at where our starting per mile rate was compared to market. Um, we interviewed a bunch of our drivers to see what they did and did not like about driver pay. Um, one of the first things they said is, you know, why, is, why do I give away a stop? Okay, good question. Why do you give away a stop? So we took that part out. So that was the whole first stop for free thing. Yeah, so we, they get paid for all stops now. Um, right. We uh, increased the starting wage um, about 6%. We had um, a component that we could roll into the uh, mileage rate that we got rid of. Um, we put in, now each level has got three tiers and those tiers are based on your performance evaluation. So you have the opportunity to make a half a cent to a full cent more on your um, per mile rate. Uh, makes jeans, you know, performance evaluations worth something as opposed to everybody just getting a bump up when they move up to the next line. Right. Accountability, right? Some skin in the game. Yep. I think we simplified. We had some components in there that made it a little complicated. We just got rid of those. We have for our seniority drivers, they get a little higher bump. So we want to. Um, reward those people who've been with us for 15 plus years, which we do have quite a few drivers up there. What uh, what we're seeing is that there's a gap in the driver pool from, you know, people that are within five years of, of ideally retiring uh, to the younger group. There's a gap in the middle there. I would say the middle age group. Is, is there a gap in your driver pool the same? We have a pretty... Um, good age bracket so we're pretty pretty much covered age-wise i think i don't know everybody's age but it seems to be we've started a apprenticeship program to bring in um, and train new drivers drivers that have recently gotten their cdls we have our mid-range drivers which those guys come to us mostly by word of mouth 
from other drivers. Mm -hmm. And then we have our drivers who've been with us since, you know, 15 plus years. Do you give drivers bonuses for sending good drivers to you? Like a referral program? Yeah. The company does, yes. The company does, yeah. You know, John, we've talked in the past about a consultation that we went through back in October of 2020. And one of the, one of the takeaways or the major action items on that was to develop a better in, uh, import pool of drivers. So um, again, this team, you know, we focused on what we wanted to do in terms of offering an apprenticeship. Um, there's a lot of CDL holders that work in different vocations than what we offer as a job, you know, driving, you know, a 73 foot long truck and trailer. You might have guys that have been driving dump trucks forever that are hesitant about making the transition. So on the training side, we have what we call our kind of our full boat. If one of our employee owners wants to make a transition from what they're doing in the plants or plant support, we can take that person, enroll them in a four week driving school, and then bring them in for a six week training, actual on the ground training with other drivers. It's been hugely successful. Um, we just got an official apprenticeship program with the state of Idaho that you know provides subsidies, grants, et cetera, that, um, you know, we'll, we'll start in the next couple of weeks of actually um, bringing in um, people that don't have a CDL, employee owners, and we'll open it up to the outside too, you know, to keep the, to keep the driver pool strong. So that's been a huge gain for us. Um, since we started that, we've probably brought in six or seven drivers just through that, the vocation part where they have a CDL, but they don't have experience in the big truck. So they come in here and spend six weeks, up to six weeks. It's been great. So you, what you're saying is you can, you can offer people that are in the in the in the plant the ability of becoming a driver, and in 12 weeks, within 12 weeks or so, they're safe and capable and insurable and ready to go over the road. Yeah, you know, um, this took a lot of vetting with the insurance company. We're self um, self insured. There always used to be those two years experience met. Yep. And, you know, we shortened that up to one year. Then we started looking at that at one year. And like, you know, I think what really opened our eyes to it is we hired one time a person with five or seven years of experience that um, had a lot of challenges out on the road with um, their driving skills. And it seemed odd to us. And this is what really was the catalyst for the schooling we're being told we got to have, we got to hire drivers with experience instead of hiring drivers with no experience and training them ourselves. So, you know, there's, there's a, in terms of risk mitigation, you know, what do you want? Do you want somebody that you don't know that you're giving a 30, 40, you know, hour long drive test and putting them out on the road with a $180,000 truck, $80,000 trailer and a hundred thousand dollar load or do you want to you know, grow it organically? We do both, but we focus on growing them organically. Lighthouse drivers, what they're known for is a lot of stops, a lot of deliveries, a lot of pickups to not only supply the customer, but to sustain the operating needs of the plants. 
Well, I think you end up with a great product when you, you teach and you grow, you know, you home grow it, right? Yeah, I think it does. I, I can't wait to share it with everyone, uh, you know, that watches and learns because I think, you know, you're taking an area that we know is, is an industry struggle and a pinch point and you're turning around and bringing value not only to the company, but to the industry together. Yeah, you know, um, there's people out there that want to do this as a profession but they may not have the 4,000 for the driving school. They may not want to go to work from, you know, one of, or for one of these huge, um, you know, corporate carriers. Maybe we are more attractive to them than, you know, taking a route like that because, you know, those exist, they're real. Um, we all know that. But we just thought that from plant to plant, if we could integrate this type of training that we'd be a lot more successful on the local level while, you know, hiring people that live in those communities. And, oh, absolutely. you know, we've proven that to be true. We're also holding them to a high standard. We don't, just because you went through our course doesn't mean you're gonna drive for us. If you don't have what it takes at the end of it, you're not driving for us. Now, I'm sure though, the majority of people, if they want something, and, and they're, they, you know, and, and they work hard at it, they can be successful. Sure. Just like anything else. But, you know, you think about what the liability is, right? Correct. Yeah, and, you know, we emphasize that um, to the candidates that come through the training program. They understand it. Those are part of our cultural standards. You know, they are the pillars of our organization. Right. Safe operation. Well, they have to be. Yeah. Right. I mean, everybody has skin in the game in an, an employee-owned company. And you're driving a giant billboard. I mean, you know, 53-foot lighthouse decal on each side of the truck, your truck and trailer. You know, you're not getting away with anything out there. No. No, definitely. You wouldn't expect that you would. You might wonder why we haul so much bulk liquid. Well, that's the plants. Um in the tanker market, they're extremely difficult to nail down in lanes consistently. So we run our own to keep the plant uptime um, as high as we can possibly make it. No, oh, yeah, you have to be efficient. Yeah. You can't miss production windows. You can't make that time up either. Yeah. So uh, from, from an overall perspective, uh, you guys have done some amazing things to help your driver pool and help yourself and your company your organization while helping the driver the person that wants to do that and provide them an opportunity where they you know they probably would be apprehensive before that supports you know that's not everywhere no no i am fine if you're if you're a driver and you're watching this and you you live anywhere near sandpoint idaho Grand Rapids, Lowell, Michigan. Grand Rapids, Danville, Lowell, Virginia. Dan Danville, Hurricane Virginia, Utah. Hurricane Utah, Southern Utah. Uh, you know, you need to get, uh, need to reach out to, uh, to us, and uh, we'll get you in touch with the people at Lighthouse because uh, that that's a great opportunity, and it's a you know it's a good life. Now, Slate, how how many years have you been there now? In December, it'll be nineteen. In December, it'll be nineteen. Yeah. Uh, Zale, how about you? Um, nine years coming up here in November. Nine years in November? Yep. Terrific. Um, 
Let's see. Jean, how long have you been there? 14. And, and primarily, your role is the fleet manager. So uh, how are you navigating the, uh, the, the changes that you're, you, know, you personally have to deal with on the, on the fleet managing side of it? Oh, I don't know. I think things are, as far as the drivers go, they've been doing what, there was no changes for them. Terrific. One, one challenge we did have was not being allowed on the docks because our drivers will lump their own freight wherever they possibly can. And because there's a pay component in the driver. Yeah, there's a pay component and they get paid well for doing it. Quite frankly, when we are able to lump our own freight, we get in and out of a facility much, much faster. Oh yeah. And during COVID, there was a lot of places that wouldn't let us in. Some would still let us in. Now that we're past that, we still have places that the lumpers have taken over and don't want us back in there. And so we still sit on the dock for hours and hours at a time where before you could be in and out in an hour and a half. And the driver could generate their own revenue. And yes, yeah. they make more, they make money, they put in their pocket and it's just, it's frustrating for them to know how they used to be able to do it and what they're having to deal with now. We have drivers that will actually prepare a delivery in the back of their truck, pull up to the, you know, back into the dock and have it taken off and it's all, you know, it's all lumped or broken down because they know what the requirements are by the facility and they want to save time. You know, our drivers regularly during their delivery process will do things like that. Plus, they'll pick up in between deliveries, smaller order that they have on their um, on their backhaul plan. No, side load it and, and mingle it in. Yeah, yeah. They run schedules. They have steady runs that they can plan on. They can plan on two days off per week. That might be a Monday, Tuesday. It might be a Saturday, Sunday. Might be a Sunday, Monday, but they have planned time off. They probably appreciate that. I think it's been key to our success. Um, retention. For, for retention, yeah.